On February 1, 2022, the county's Board of Supervisors kicked off Black History Month by honoring 19 Black healthcare workers, both living and deceased, who have made an impact on the Santa Barbara community, coining them healthcare heroes. One of the speakers at the event was LaWanda Lyons Pruitt, president of the local National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, or NAACP, since 2007. During LaWanda's statement to the board, she brought up topics related to her upbringing, critical race theory, and the importance of recognition of Black professionals in all fields, stating, quote, we honor the past and celebrate the present, end quote. With Black History Month coming to an end, I sat down with LaWanda Lyons Pruitt to discuss her Board of Supervisors statement, the origins of discrimination in healthcare, and the importance of celebrating Black accomplishments, both in and out of healthcare and in and out of Black History Month. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your work as the head of the local NAACP? We are the oldest civil rights organization in the nation. Our agenda is focused on racial equity and equality, social, economic, educational, and political equality of rights for all people, but particularly Black people. So our agenda is Black-focused usually benefit everyone. I grew up in Mississippi, and I believe that Mississippi was probably one of the uh, last states to actually implement Brown versus the Board of Education. I was a ninth grader in 1970 when my school was actually integrated. Are you talking about just the history of segregation and schooling and kind of the discrimination that stems from that. I was just wondering if you could delve more into the origins of discrimination and mistrust in the healthcare system and how the issue of racism in healthcare manifests itself today and contributes to the importance of honoring healthcare heroes. Well, racism just, it, it doesn't just manifest in healthcare, but it, it manifests across all areas of our society, whether that's education, whether that is in the criminal justice system, whether that is in housing, employment, racism is there. Healthcare also happens to be one of those fields where racism is prevalent, slavery, was present beginning in 1619. That's how far it goes back. And you were treated as property and not as a human being. Black people did not, because you were property, you didn't go to the doctor for medical treatment. Black people have always been at a disadvantage in terms of medical care in terms of education also, because you weren't allowed to read or write. And then fast forward to the, I think it was the 1940s with the uh, Tuskegee experiment. And I think a lot of people misunderstand exactly what happened is because it actually, it was the uh, simplest study that was conducted between 1932 and 1972. And it was the uh, U.S. Public Health Services and uh, Center for Disease Control. And what they did is instead of receiving 
medication for the treatment of syphilis, which was then, it was curable, but you had to have treatment. That was withheld. It was unethical also. And that's one of the things that resulted in a lot of mistrust in the African-American community that you will hear cited quite often when Black people talk about maybe even like the vaccine and not getting the vaccine. That is one thing that will come up is talking about the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah, I remember reading about the Tuskegee experiments and the mistrust that stemmed from it and how that mistrust is also seen in cases such as with Henrietta Lacks and just right. this history of mistrust and discrimination against Black people in the healthcare system. So I really loved hearing you talk about that. And in my opinion, that's why the Black healthcare heroes are so important. Can you talk about what it means to be recognized as a Black healthcare hero? I think this year is Black joy and legacy through family health and safety. The planning commission came up with the theme. And then what we did is we recognized Black health care professionals in Santa Barbara County who had made a difference, like Dr. Horace McMillan. He came to Santa Barbara and he was a general practitioner. He was also a civil rights advocate. And when he found out that homes can only be sold to Black people in certain areas of the city, he went about fighting discrimination and housing and jobs. And here in the county, we had three, maybe four medical professionals, two doctors, one RN, one LVN, who'd worked in the field for over 40 years. And the RN was a pediatric nurse and helped to deliver babies for over 40 years. In fact, she helped to deliver my daughter, Sonia Brown. Wow, it's so inspiring hearing you talk about these different healthcare heroes and their contributions. Um, right. Can you delve a little bit into what the legacy is of these honorees in regards to Black youth who are interested in pursuing a career in healthcare and just Black citizens utilizing the healthcare system at large? Well, I just, I just think that they paved the way for, for Black youth and for us today. For instance, like there's uh, Dr. Richard Beswick. He's vice president of research and chief research officer for Cottage Health. He's led several research programs and has expertise in hypertension and kidney disease, which are prevalent in the Black community. With his expertise and research, he is actually helping future generations of Black and African Americans, as well as Americans by improving our health care. I said this before and I'll just continue saying it's so inspiring hearing distinct things that all these different healthcare heroes are doing to better the system and the legacy that they're leaving for other younger generations of doctors, kind of like what you were saying, to pave the way for them so they don't have to experience that same sense of discrimination that those before them had to. Kind of 
pivoting a little bit, when you spoke to the Board of Supervisors, you discussed your disagreement with the critical race theory. What is the critical race theory and how does it relate to racism in healthcare? Critical race theory addresses the harm that has been done to Black people as a result of discrimination, hatred, disparities, like the disparities in healthcare, disparities in education, disparities in the criminal justice system. It addresses those things. And unfortunately, because there's a misunderstanding of critical race theory, or maybe I'm just wrong, and there is an understanding, and people just don't want to deal with it. I don't know what I want to think that there's just a misunderstanding, but I can assure you that all the professors and teachers that I've spoken to is not being taught in K through 12th grade. And so all the uh, paranoia and the pandemonia that is going along with it, you know, like uh, Paso Robles, Paso Resolution, the school district where it couldn't be taught when it wasn't being taught. So, you know, I, what I was saying, in essence, is it's upsetting to hear people take that position. I totally agree with everything you just said, because I personally didn't learn about critical race theory all throughout my years of schooling. And I'm a freshman at college. So I definitely think that there has to be a discussion that's fostered, but you can't have that discussion if you don't have all the information. So I definitely agree with everything that you just said. And that especially relates to what you were saying at the board of supervisors meeting, when you were talking about how you never really learned about important American history, such as slavery while you were in school. So this is really opens up a conversation of what do you think is the importance of educating youth about the history and celebrating Black contributions to society, and how does this relate to eliminating issues of mistrust and racism in healthcare? History should be told. To me, you can't discriminate and pick and choose and decide what is going to be taught in school. If it's history, then it should be taught. It should be addressed in in the schools. Like, for instance, Garrett Morgan and his invention of the traffic signal. You know, why didn't we know about that? I didn't know about that until I was an adult. And a lot of the uh, contributions that were made by African-American, like Dr. Charles Drew and his blood plasma inventions. You know, there are a lot of contributions. The history books, it should contain Dr. King, and I take my my hat off to him, and I stand on his shoulders. But Black history is more than Dr. Martin Luther King, and it's more than Rosa Parks refusing give up her seat on the bus. It's more than slavery. I mean, you got Ella Fitzgerald, you got Jackie Robinson being the first Black to play professional baseball. You got Bessie Coleman, the first African-American female flyer. There is a rich, rich history that people do not know about. I definitely think that the narrative taught in schools is very one-sided and that we need to 
diversify that, not even just within the confines of Black History Month, but year round, really. I agree. I agree. And, and you know, the reason that is celebrated in February, well, it's celebrated because Dr. Carter G. Woodson, who's known as the father of Black history, was just trying to get a week that would be dedicated to Black people and the contributions that they have made. And it eventually evolved into Black History Month. So the reason that we've continued with Black history and to celebrate it in the month of February, frankly, I hope it never goes away because I'm gonna make sure that there's some recognition at least 28 days because I know everything isn't in the history books. This has been a very enlightening and inspiring and informational discussion with you. I'm really glad that you were able to do this and that you were able to take time out of your very busy schedule to come speak with me. Absolutely, Zuri. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you for taking the time from your schedule to be interested in this. (laughs) Of course. Kind of starting to close out, you know, with Black History Month coming to an end, can you discuss the importance of events like the Board of Supervisors event that celebrate and honor prominent Black contributions and how people can continue to recognize Black voices and contributions year-round? Yeah, that was good to honor the the health professionals and the uh, contributions. It is important that they receive the recognition and that we recognize the contributions that African-American have made to our country. I don't know what the history books look like in Texas and Mississippi, but I, I can imagine because my history books did not have anything about African-Americans. You know, I mean, it was nothing even about slavery. And it made the indentured servant, sir, it was kind of glorified. And then it was a mention of uh, George Washington Carver and his peanut invention. But th- there's much more than George Washington Carver and the uh, the sir. The history is history and it needs to be told. It's history, 365 days of the year, and it belongs in the history books, 365 days of the year. My daughter, she's an adult, but my daughter, don't you think that she wants to role model, not just after a white person, but she'd like to role model after a black person, a person of color. And that's the same with for you, is when they hear and they learn and they see people that look like them, then that will inspire them. And they know that, okay, well, you know, I want to be a doctor. And they know that they can make a difference in their community. Agreed. I think that representation in all fields is so important to diversify the people that we see in these prominent fields. All right. Well, closing up, is there anything else that you would like to add? Anything that you'd want to leave listeners with? No, I just want to say that I really appreciate the opportunity to meet with you all today. And I'm glad that I was able to make it because it, it, it's American history and 
it's important that the history be told because less we don't tell the story, then we'll allow history to repeat itself. And so in summary, I have an article that's going to be coming out. And I was asked by a reporter, Lawanda, what does Black history mean to you? Black history, it covers a gamut of topics and of people and of places and events and things that happen. And not only is it Black history, but it's American history. And that's 365 days of the year. Well, thank you so much again for coming to speak with us. I loved hearing what you had to say. And I hope to eventually be able to speak with you again in the future. Likewise, Zuri, and thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to Lawanda Lyons-Pruitt, president of the Santa Maria and Lompoc chapter of the NAACP and speaker at February 1st Board of Supervisors meeting for joining me on KCSB News to discuss the importance of honoring Black heroes in every field, 365 days of the year. For more information regarding future Board of Supervisors events, visit www.countyofsb.org bos. Zuri Wilson with KCSB News, signing off.